All right, welcome to this special edition of the Woes Podcast. Uh, my name is Matt, and I have here Hannah, one of our guests from the last episode that we released. Um, usually, Gabriel would be here doing this with me, but I thought it would be very fitting to have Hannah here today, uh, especially because um, Friday was the last day of APs. So, honestly, I was supposed to have you say hi in some way. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Hannah. <laughs> I did not give you any space to say hello. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so one of our topics that we talked about recently was APs and how it was going to be online this year and that it would be shortened. Now with APs over, can you kind of follow us up on how it went? Yeah, so I took um, I personally didn't have any problems submitting. I think it was because I only used my phone, but a lot of people I talked to like have to retake at least one of their exams because like it wouldn't load their submission or um, the paste it wouldn't like accept the thing the words that they pasted into the box um, so now a lot of my friends have to retake exams in June it really stinks I know I feel so bad they have to like restudy for it the weird situation. I can't believe so many people had issues submitting. Like, you think that College Board would have been a little more prepared with the technology? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got that update. Hopefully, for yeah. all or any anyone else who's taking it again, good luck. And I said yes. that it works out for everyone in a positive mm-hmm. way at the end of the day. Um, yes. And if not, I'm really sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Here's the world's largest violin playing. <laughs> For you, when you took it, was it easy or harder at all with it being shorter? For some of the exams, it was easier to only have to do like FRQs for physics that I took and for uh, statistics. But for the language exam, I feel like I would have been able to boost my score a little more if I, if the exam had been like the normal multiple choice as well. It was about 45 minutes? Uh, the French exam was shorter. Dang. I mean, I did hear from someone, I'll keep a name, but that he or she pretty much just copied and used like open book for like the exam. Is that, yeah. And that's so, not normal, right? Yeah, but College Board this year on their website was like, this is an open notes exam. Right. So I like made a whole cheat sheet for statistics and I hypothetically had my computer hypothetically open um hypothetically with a, a hypothetical um sheet of information these are all purely hypothetical examples of what in what open notes would be like when i heard the open notes thing i was just thinking that they were they're just they just want a way out of it because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way to prevent it but we're done I feel like senior year is kind of over i don't have to take finals this year because my school like like canceled finals so now it's just like some final projects that i have to do oh yeah and i already know i'm gonna do them like the day before so hey you and dorothy can start it on your bucket we can kind of i don't know we can't like the going out part is like a big part of the bucket list but i heard that um mr phil um our governor phil murphy he like signed an executive order that raised like the number of people um in like an outdoor event from 10 to 25 people um so he was like seniors can go celebrate their senior week so i'm trying to figure out if i'm allowed to like go to the beach or something (laughs) we also um 
got news of what our graduation is gonna did i tell you what our graduation is gonna be no, like me too over the course of five days our school is sending out four school buses to the house of every single senior and there's probably gonna be like one or two administrators on the bus and they're gonna get off the bus give you your diploma let you take a picture in front of the bus and then they're gonna drive to the next person's house and then we have a commencement day where it's gonna be a slideshow of the pictures that we took in front of the bus and they're just gonna read our names for probably like a, like a live stream or something but it's so I don't know, it's like so surreal that it's just like a bus comes, you'd have five minutes to take pictures in front of the bus, and then the bus leaves. So... <laughs> it's amusing. Well, you have more time to spend watching the class and stuff. I do. This episode that we have coming up is really just a side conversation that we had while recording last week's episode. Um, yes. With Hannah and Rachel, and obviously with Gabriel too. And it's about TikTok. So... Yay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I did a, lo- a lot of Google searches and honestly, I got a lot of mixed reviews. Like a lot of things are saying TikTok is a positive light during coronavirus or something. But also there's like there's like misuses of social activism. Some parents and children living with autism were very offended by TikTok an example. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be surprised. There's definitely a lot of content that has the potential to offend people. But I think that risk comes with like every single social media platform just because of like people. Um, But TikTok has been, I think a lot more people have been like posting on TikTok um, during quarantine just because it's like a source of entertainment and it can be like, oh, this is a slice of my life, like what I'm doing right now. So I'm sure that it has been good for some people. I mean, I felt like such a boomer when you guys were talking about it, really, honestly. I mean, I, I know I'm very, very, I'm very aware that TikTok exists. However, Gabriel refuses to download this at all. And his, his response is pretty, obviously he has like his mature way of looking at the situation, but his personal response, uh-huh. I'm not doing TikTok at all. Both you and Rachel mentioned how many hours that you spent on TikTok during the week that we recorded the episode. And yes. Gabriel's response to yours is priceless. Are you going to be a creator? <laughs> Is that what they call it? I think you, yeah, you call them like TikTok creators. So I've like made TikToks, but they're mainly like just to like have like a tangible memory of something that me and my friends are doing. So it only happens during like imp- a quote unquote like important events. Not really. I, I kind of like make TikToks just for like for me and my friends, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get it. Anyway, glad we got to catch up on like a lot of your high school life on APs and also mm-hmm. just introduce the topic. Honestly, Rachel, I'm glad she brought up the topic and she yes. is very informative in this episode. Also, you were too. And <laughs> Thank so you. we'll get started with the episode. Yay! <laughs> Hello, this is our little side episode. We had Rachel and Hannah on as guests. Rachel mentioned something about TikTok and how she was doing a presentation on it, right? So we wanted, we all had like hot takes on TikTok and we definitely wanted to have a conversation about it. I think Rachel, you should start. Really? Yeah, why not? Give us your uh, information. Well, I mean, I've always known about it, obviously from Musical.ly to TikTok. um, And I didn't really start using it seriously until quarantine but last semester for my sociology class which is about like social activism i did my final research paper on tiktok 
and how it's been used as like a social device, but like also just like its culture in general. Um, I think what's really interesting is that it's grown in popularity, especially amongst people like of like younger adults to like you know teens. And it's very popular for them because it's like algorithm based. So like it's very easy to find like new content and like continuous content that you enjoy. And a lot of the times you will be seeing only people who are around your age with your humor, which is really fun for, you know, kids, I guess. <laughs> I say like I'm not on TikTok now, but I really am. Um, and I did a lot of research, especially pertaining to like its use in um, China to uh, like how people use it to track down um, like the Muslim population there and then see like what's going on. But I feel like that's not as, I don't know. It's not, it's not not important. It's just like, it's such a broad topic, TikTok, that I feel like we should talk more about like culture, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. When did you download it and how you, you said you used it now? Yeah, so I downloaded it when I was, doing research on the app um like last like the end of last semester but i really started using it maybe a couple weeks ago and my screen time on it has grown from <laughs> three hours a week to a solid eight hours per week wow yeah so you're kind of seeing a little bit of your research now showing up in your own life yes because i did a lot i did a lot of research on like how the algorithm kind of works and um, I can definitely see like what, like I try to manipulate it like in my own head to get me to where I want to be, if that makes sense. Do you find that, what, what kind of reactions are you having to this content that makes you want to watch it more? Is it funny or interesting? Or what, what about the content keeps you on TikTok for eight hours? Well, the thing is, it's like, because it is like algorithm based, once I find something, I find something that I like, they'll continue to give me more like content on it until I get tired of it. And then I find something else I like. And it is a very like easy stream of content, unlike kind of Instagram explore page where like, you know, sometimes you swipe out of it and you're like, oh, I've lost it. I lost the train that I enjoyed and I don't want to scroll all the way back down. Um, or, you know, like it's I think it's a lot less easy to be bored on there and i think what's keeping me there a lot is like just the fact that i continue to find something that i like and once i'm bored of it i will like find something else if that makes sense yeah that does make sense i i never knew that tiktok was that type of content i thought you had it's like instagram where you follow someone you get that information yeah it's really interesting because the way that they organize it is that there's like you can follow people so there's like that feed section that's very like instagram kind of but usually you spend your time on this page called the for you page which is like you're mostly looking at content of people that you don't follow gosh and that's pretty cool too hannah do you use tiktok <laughs> um while rachel was talking i just checked um my like usage time and i spent 20 hours on tiktok this week oh so wow it's like so easy to just <sighs> spend like copious amounts of time on it because like Rachel said they like they like cater the activity toward what you want to see and there are so many like different communities on TikTok there's this like whole community for bread making mm -hmm. and yep. so like no matter what you're interested in like there's definitely something you can find on there that you like, like three hours a day and on that's TikTok. what like 
it makes it so appealing and that's why it's like so easy to get lost in it people have this like desire to be tiktok famous so badly it's like the new wave of like wanting to be a youtuber mm -hmm. why did you download the app and is it the same as racial you're starting it more in the last couple of weeks or has it just been how long have you been using um <laughs> how long have you been using so, yeah um i downloaded tiktok i think like a few months ago kind of like i think it always starts as a joke i was just like uh because my friends had tiktoks and they were like like follow me on tiktok go like my tiktok and i was like okay so i made a tiktok to like follow my friends um and then you kind of get like absorbed into the culture of it and you can't really like put it down so like usually i don't i don't think i spend 20 minutes 20 hours a week on it but i guess since quarantine like my usage has gone up when, when lot, you went about how many months ago or weeks ago was it that you downloaded it um i think i downloaded it in december okay yeah so wow. like very similar to me wow i mean the way that you said that you downloaded it with your friends or whatever mm -hmm. Convincing you was kind of how I started with Instagram. Someone I was interested in was using it and told me to get one and made one with me or something like As that. these things tend to go. That happened. <laughs> and so that's how it happened. But then uh, I sort of liked the aesthetic of Instagram over Facebook. And then I, especially in college, I started photography as a hobby. You know, it just became a thing in my life. So then I really liked that community or trying to make that a community thing. Um, Gabriel, I believe you and I, we do not have TikTok downloaded on our phones, correct? Yeah. Have you ever used it? Um, when somebody shoves their cell phone in my face to share Right, but not yeah. on your own, no. No, I respect myself too much. My only experience of TikTok is when I see on like, ESPN has so little content because of this whole coronavirus situation that they're just showing TikToks of people, it was really bad. One one thing is like people would post TikTok videos on subtle Asian traits or subtle Christian oh, traits yeah. on Facebook, and some of it is really funny too. I really like the ones where they joke about church and stuff. Um, but I have not downloaded myself. Gabriel, I love to hear what you think about it. TikTok in general. Yeah, and and are you convinced to, to download? Um, no, I'm not convinced to download it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already I waste enough time on Reddit that I can't be getting other apps. I'll take away from my Reddit time. But neither here nor there. So one thing I wonder about TikTok, and as a non-user, uh, I want answers. <laughs> so you know how like Instagram, I think we can all agree that Instagram is not good for mental health, right? I think we can say yeah, pretty decidedly not. so. Yeah, it promotes a bad image of yourself and it, it sets unrealistic expectations. Um, but then there's also the attention aspect of it where to pander that much for attention is unhealthy as well. And I wonder, is TikTok better or worse? Because it's less superficial, it's more content driven. So that's mm -hmm. better, but it's also people will do anything for attention on that app. And I yeah. wonder if it's even worse than Instagram because self-esteem issues are, and health, mental health in that sense are a very big deal, fine. But the removal from society that I think TikTok is perpetuating, where you view life like you're a constant performer and mm -hmm. people like they're your audience. I think that reductionist view of people that is heavily sourced by TikTok and much more detrimental than the toll that Instagram takes into your self-esteem. But I wonder what your guys' thoughts are on that. I, I was gonna talk about a little bit of that too. I think like just from my own observation of TikTok, it's like 
comparing to a lot of everything like everything social media has provided in the past 20 years whatever it started with like zanga which is blog based where everyone had their own blog or whatever Pat, what's a blog should you tell the younger audience <laughs> <Blogs is laughs> tell the youths and then facebook was something that became huge when uh, i was in middle school and that was all about like posting on people's walls and statuses and like having public conversations that people can read like and then it became like a very status driven thing and it, like you would post a lot of pictures to show that whatever you're doing it's still it's weird because facebook is just being used by a lot of parents now then it evolved facebook evolved to instagram which is very like you know right yeah you want to like you want your image to be shown as a photographer or as a you know as a lifestyle person so in comparison to instagram specifically i think like tiktok sort of it can have a better outcome in regards to content because instead of trying to create a feed that is cool or a feed that is like attractive you're trying to create content that's more funny that fits your community or like that really is like sort of just positive it's not about like this creation of a look that you want or a reputation that you want you know putting your best self out there in that case in instagram um, or in, with Instagram stories showing how cool your life is and all the stuff you're doing. But then you kind of have to go either work with yourself or work with other people to create content that's kind of funny. And so in that retrospect, I think TikTok actually has more positive outlook, I think. But at the same time, I think with any social media, you're going to have the problem of people trying too hard to get attention like YouTube and all that. So I think that with any kind of social media and with any kind of fame, there is like a detrimental factor to it. And I think that TikTok does have that aspect. But I think because of the fact that like because everything is, again, like content driven, you have to have substance and what people are promoting more on TikTok than on any other social media site is that like in order for you to be quote-unquote TikTok famous, you want to be yourself. You can't be other people. Or it's like very obvious, if that makes sense. And I also think that it's quote-unquote easier to be famous on TikTok just because like on Instagram, you see everybody all the time, if that makes sense. Like you will see Kylie Jenner all the time and she will have 3 million likes and no matter what you do, you will not have as many likes as what she has. But on TikTok, because you only see your For You page kind of, and you only see the communities that you're in, it's very easy to make content that's very specific to a community and have that response from that community. So that way it's like easier to be more quote unquote popular or famous, but with that also comes like more satisfaction, I guess. I think that it's revolutionary in the way that like from Facebook to Instagram and now Instagram to TikTok just is, you know, but I also don't think it's truly changed the way that we are using social media in general. Like it is in the way that we want to be more realistic and more real and true to ourselves, but less in the way where it's like we still want attention, you know? How, how much does like advertisement and corporate stuff dominate TikTok right now? There are ads, but mostly people ignore them but on the other hand there are people who are like um like, like sponsored by things like and you can see that like clothing stores or whatever um but it's quite obvious i think yeah i'm not sure that i think that the content aspect of tiktok is necessarily better 
like the fact that it's content driven and as a as a gateway to more authenticity i think in a good like with a healthy well-rounded individual tiktok would be, be much better for them than instagram is you know because even at your best on instagram even if you are healthy and have good mental health it's still not that good for you you know the communal aspect is very secondary on instagram it's the exactly Im it's the image aspect that you're there for so i think if you are healthy then tiktok is a lot better for you because it's it's like you said about generating authentic content which means you're going to be true to yourself and it's also going to be less um less detrimental to your mental health but the thing about instagram is it's communal focused and your image has a role in community but it, tiktok is societally focused and it's when you're a member of TikTok, it's much more of being a member of society. And if you're mentally unhealthy, then you're going to be far more self-absorbed. And you're going to view the society as a vessel of you. And you're going to view society as a playground where you generate content. So whether it's authentic or not, you're going to start viewing reality as centered around you and society. And it's one thing to view your communities that way, because in a sense, your Instagram is centered around you. It's your friends. It's your life but tiktok you're going to take bad people or not bad people but unhealthy people will take that same mentality and apply it to society and i just think that that's even more detrimental because it's one thing to think your world revolves around you but tiktok preaches that the world revolves around you in a sense i don't really get that vibe um personally and i think i can see where you're coming from but i think what's more unhealthy about tiktok is that is I think what's for me is the most unhealthy about TikTok is its algorithm and it's how it might be an echo chamber. And I think if that's where you're coming from, then I can see it, if that makes sense. Like- all right, so let me give you an example. I was hanging out with my sister and her friends and mm -hmm. we're all walking around and they're viewing everything through the lens of, can I make this a TikTok? What's something funny I can do right now? What's a way that I can turn this moment into content for my TikTok page? Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about, about viewing society within the context of yourself. Like TikTok's so present on your mind that you're removed from the conversation with your friends, you're removed from the environments around you and the experiences and memories that you could be making. And instead you're focusing on how to turn every moment of your life into content. And I, I don't think that's everybody with TikTok. I think for a lot of people, TikTok is just an awesome little entertainment device. But for the youth and the ones that this really affects, the middle schoolers and the high schoolers, that's like this goal to get TikTok famous infects every part of their lives. But I think that's the same thing that people like do to like YouTube or Snapchat, you know? Definitely. But so, TikTok is making, not... does make it more attainable or seem like it's more attainable, well, which TikTok then provides takes... more of an outlet for them, right? People like YouTube is a thing and so is Instagram, but it's very, very certain that certain people are not like, um, it's like your amount of followers will show your numbers. So it would be very obvious to be trying too hard or it's just, you know, it's easier to give up to be a YouTube star when maybe TikTok is more welcoming in that case. So that could cause mm -hmm. more of an attention grabbing mindset because obviously you're going to have people who want to pursue YouTube, but that's a very small population. But yeah. for TikTok, it does create, uh, what, what I'm hearing now is that maybe it creates an environment for more people to think they can be that uh, content creator, uh, content right. creator. And like, like influencer status is an evolution of Instagram and it's, it's bad, it's detrimental. But it's still an evolution. It's not the goal of Instagram. But let me let me uh, play a little bit of another you know side to this. Like Reddit, I think has a great community, right? And Reddit kind of creates created like 
a base of the same thing where it's very content driven on the niche community so like you could like i know a friend who was really into mechanical keyboards and he would help fix it and create his own or buy his own and like you know just really into that collection and so he was part of that reddit and he's a moderator for it and so maybe i don't know if tiktok has this has a focus like this but that sort of moderated or not moderated that sort of niche content community is actually a good thing you want more people to be contributing to that reddit page if they like it right and and so i would say that's positive but i don't know rachel do you think that's something tiktok can do or do you think that is still not necessarily its focus i feel like that's something that tiktok can do though but i just also don't but i think that there is like a section that of i think especially with like trendy dances that is very much like different if that makes sense hannah i think like i think there are like two like types of video on tick videos on tiktok there's like there's kind of like a spontaneous type of kind of like vine type video where it's like very short and it's something captured like out of real life but it gives off this like like energy of like spontaneity and like you want um like gabriel said you like strive to capture this like this moment that seems very fun and happy in like wherever you go in the world and that side of tiktok like even if you are in a specific like niche or group those kinds of videos like in my experience will always show up on your page no matter what so like you you can scroll through and like your whole for you page can be like like a witchcraft tiktok because that's like a very big community on tiktok but what? like yeah I don't I don't know. It's like a big community on TikTok like witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Um fairies. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but like these these short vine like videos will always show up on your TikTok and they will always be the ones that have like 5.3 million likes. And so like while you can be like quote unquote sheltered in your community, there will always be like this this like other type of content that I guess like feeds into the desire to like capture every single thing that you do in this world and i guess think of like make you think of like the world selfishly instead of like just your mm-hmm. community i do think that it's cool that tiktok requires some sort of creativity like dancing or like skits or you know maybe even like i don't know i've never tried it yet but like their editing format of putting text in there i will say that <laughs> of all people my mom like you know uh taught showed me this thing i don't know if it was a tiktok trend but i'm pretty sure it was there was a trend where and i think it's among high school students especially or middle school where people two people it would require three people a cameraman and two pranksters they would go behind one person so the two pranksters would go sandwich the person in the middle that they're pranking that person would be convinced to jump and when they jump the two people next to them would kick their legs from under Oh, it's called school crusher i think school crushing oh gosh huh. and that became a viral thing that even hit the news and i think like that is exactly when like that is like no redeemable quality it's like the worst part of it isn't even the fact that people maybe people thought funny or whatever you know you know that might happen but the bad part is it became like such a trend that other people would do it like no one in that whole process thought that hurting the person was bad like maybe at the start the person they did was a friend but if you do it to someone who you don't even know or someone that you may be bullying that is like really bad obviously like that's 
not a good story. It might be a specific one. But when trends like that happen, that's dangerous for sure. Yeah, but I feel like trends like trends like that are inevitable with a platform like TikTok because it so quickly um, validates content like that. Like like Hannah was saying, those types of videos are something that will always pop up, even if you get it more and more community focused. And like a big difference between TikTok and Reddit is Reddit is a highway and TikTok is a destination. Like Reddit doesn't actually have content; it has communities that provide content. But TikTok is content that you try to add a communal aspect to. But there's still there's a removal from that, and even that redemptive valuable value is not. Rachel and Hannah, I'd love to hear what you have like final thoughts on just the entire conversation. Rachel, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah. So I think that as an older Gen Z kind of person, <laughs> okay, I say that because I know that Gen Z is such a, a big generation, but TikTok has really split it in half, mm-hmm. and um. Like there are definitely traits that we as a generation share、um, in terms of humor and what we've experienced, but TikTok has become like an app that has split the Gen Z into like older Gen Z and like newer Gen Z, you know. And I think as like a person who's like kind of straight in the middle of that and does like have this kind of I guess like distance with TikTok, despite the fact that I'm using it so much now, like I think I am. Apprehensive towards it, and I think that there's a part of me that's kind of like, well, like you know, it's still just a kid thing. But I think the more that I'm on it, I can see it be a little more revolutionary than I originally thought. Especially like doing my own research and seeing how people have used it to gather community and like help other people, or gather community and do like a little Twitter thing and like really support somebody. Um, whether that be like a candidate for a political thing, or like somebody who's in need, I I think that just like its age group, also is very. I I don't really know the word I would call it, but I would just think that it's important to have like a platform where people can make content、mm-hmm. that is easy and relatable and fun. Um, even if they don't go TikTok famous, just just content that they're proud, like that is easy enough to make, and they're proud enough to want to tell their friends, "Hey, come look at my TikTok. I swear it's funny." <laughs> on that on that note too, I think I find this very very specific type of Instagram account among these Gen Zers. So they'll have like 500 followers. They'll be following 450 people, and they'll have like two posts in their feed. So they're either using it just to follow people, they're not using it all to create content, and then they'll have a finsta maybe, and it just creates this weird thing where it's just like there's like there's this there's like a fear to create content under your official Instagram account. Yeah. And and because stories disappear, right? And I, I don't know how long TikToks last for, but at least there's like an energy to create content again that isn't. Look upon in a way where it's I'm scared to post on my feed because I'm not supposed to post bad in pictures of myself. You know, I, I, that's what came through my mind when Rachel was saying that the content stuff. I never finish with a good conclusion sentence. <laughs> yeah, I think it really makes sense to me because I, I have a lot of people say like Rachel, like you post so often on Instagram, like,、uh, like I. I didn't give a crap. I did it once a day when I was into photography. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I made it my goal, like in 2019, to post more often because before then I was genuinely afraid of making content because I was afraid that you know it was too official, you know. 
Um, yeah. And even now, like, I still, like, want my feet to look nice. Like, it is, it is what people that I don't even know that well, but, like, want to stay connected to me follow. Right. And mm-hmm. I think TikTok has become, like, a place where people who don't even know you can follow you, but you know that they follow you because they like your content and mm-hmm. not because they're obligated to or, like, they're going to judge you. If they don't like it, they don't follow it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm still, like, in the middle of figuring out how I fully feel about TikTok as well. You may need to do a follow-up on that. But Hannah, do you have any <laughs> final comments on this? I think that, like... Within itself, TikTok is not a bad thing. I think that all social media platforms have like a tendency to progress towards like Instagram or YouTube or with the whole like influencer thing. Social media platforms always have the potential to like be detrimental towards your mental health and like your self image. I still like enjoy TikTok. I think that it makes like creating content, quote unquote, very like easy. And I think that the appeal of it is that everything is so quick and like accessible but i guess that's how like i ended up losing 20 hours on it <laughs> um no I, cap i yeah like actually no cap i think that the app is still like relatively young i think it first started like gaining a lot of traction in like the summer of 2019 so i like don't fully know where it's going to go i think it has the potential to go like either way um but I don't know. I haven't been on it for too long, so I can't say too much. I also haven't written a research paper about it. Side note, I love Rachel's Instagram posts. I think they're the cutest things ever. And I'm so glad that she posts so often because, like, I don't get to see her that often now because she, she goes to college in Boston. Um, I don't know. Seeing her Instagram posts makes me really happy. I think Instagram is perfect for photographers. Like, yeah. that's because mm-hmm. they have this advantage of that aesthetic or um, we have the advantage of the aesthetic. (laughs) Shameless plug. In 2015, I went to Urbana, which is a college missions conference. And there are a lot of workshops about different things on how to be a missionary and how to be a Christian and whatnot. And one of the workshops I ended up listening to, it was about social media. And it ended up being something I taught at a retreat in junior high, um, maybe in 2017, 16. it first starts by just talking about he would break up into groups about uh what is good about social media and then everyone would be like oh this pro that's good and like what is bad about social media and then like the consensus would be like wow there's so many bad things about social media but then he did this big pivot point it was like we can all agree that social media is a dark place it is full of a lot of dangers it's full of a lot of addiction insecurity struggle but when we look at Jesus's life, he would go into places that were dark, that were scary, that were, that he would go meet sick people. He would go into situations that were not very good. And he would bring his goodness into that situation. And I think like with social media, it's just like, as an individual, whether or not you're a Christian, it's important to be involved in things that have this sort of balance. Like social media has the good and bad, but it's definitely good to be someone who does either appreciate the good content and sort of like, create a culture of you know appreciating that content and or create good content yourself and know how to do so hopefully what we're doing now with the podcast is sort of going that direction because podcast is still a trend somehow in 2020 um <laughs> and you know rachel keep Knock doing and keep doing your art there um hannah keeping you and i'm definitely kind of convinced by what you guys have said to at least try to download it soon we'll see how long i put it off for but I do think it's important for me to learn, especially because of my involvement in the church with young people. And so I'm just scared that I'm going to get into it myself. 
I would say put a screen limit on it. Um, that is a good idea that I will be doing. Does it require you to be swiping or does it just keep going? No, you oh, it requires up. you to scroll, yeah. Dang it. Because I could just work and I'm allowed to watch TV when I work. Well, so I I'm, thought about that too. I would. I wanted it. like endless loop in the background of stuff yep. you like. You put a foot pedal for like and like a, that and, and, and a left foot pedal for like not like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, Gabriel, do you have any last thoughts on this? I know you, we've been talking a lot about this. TikTok bad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I think, yeah, Hannah put it best. Everything like that is supposed to be a tool and it's about how you use them. And if you're responsible, then these things are wonderful, you know, but the trick is to be responsible. And I think that the majority of the youth that's using TikTok, Instagram, YouTube is not being responsible, but that's okay. I don't know. I think this conversation is just really very enlightening and definitely a positive thing. I think just hearing all our perspectives is really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, for now, like this is it for our sub episode about TikTok with Rachel and Hannah. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Bye.